on the morning breeze with me today, breeze sports editors Savannah Rieger, Madison Herzog. Welcome on, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so let's get right into it. Uh, you guys are the sports editors. We're going to talk sports policy today, specifically punishment, sanctions, all that kind of stuff when legal gets involved with athletics, which at the collegiate level, we do see. So just to give the hook here, Latrell Palmer, a Jamie Redshirt sophomore running back, was arrested early Saturday morning and charged with allegedly driving while under the influence of drugs. His court date has been set for March 7th at 10 a.m. The athletics department, when you guys reached out, told you that they dealt with the legal situation over the weekend and have handled it according to departmental policy. Walk me through what that policy is for Jamie Athletics. What's the policy for handling this kind of thing? So Kevin Warner gave us a statement saying, we had a disciplinary incident with a football student athlete over the weekend, which has already been addressed in line with department policy. So at this current time, JMU has not released an additional statement on Luttrell's current status on the team, whether he's been suspended, whether he has been released. And when that information arises, obviously the two of us will be reporting on that. But right now we are waiting to see what JMU announces in regards to their disciplinary actions because they will make that statement towards us. Yeah, it's very situationary because when this incident happened a little earlier in the football season, it was disciplinary action came a little quicker. But it, again, everything varies. So when athletics has come to a conclusion, we'll know about it. And earlier in the season, that was Solomon Van Horse, another redshirt sophomore running back, also arrested last year on a charge of driving while influenced. How did the department handle that? I remember Solomon Van Horse got back in the game at a decent clip. Talk me through what that process looked like. So Van Horse was suspended indefinitely when the statement was given to us. And approximately three weeks later, he came back. There was a statement released prior to JMU's game against Villanova that he had been reinstated as a member of the team and joined. He played a little bit and then was slowly reincorporated back as a regular member of the lineup within about two weeks afterwards. And back to Palmer. The Daily News record has reported that according to their sources, which they've not named, they've not identified at all, Palmer has recently undergone surgery, could have been on prescribed medication, that's unconfirmed. How would that change this kind of thing? Is that still all situational? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it's we don't exactly know exactly what either of them were on or what either of them did. So JMU has the can make their own policies for this. The NCA has given them that closure and that ability. So it's all it's really is situational, but I expect it to kind of come out a little bit sooner rather than later. But it's all up to the football program and athletics. And Savannah, you mentioned the NCAA. What does national policy say about this? I mean, I've, it's about it's about the three weeks suspension that Jamie typically follows. You know, they have set guidelines like the three weeks, but then they do delegate to the schools to let them know about, hey, you can set your own policy or, hey, you can kind of tweak these things a little bit. They do give them that delegation. The NCAA allows schools to see each case and make a decision as they see fit based on the scenario, based on the history, and based on the situation that they're presented with. Obviously, there are very base guidelines that they have to follow, but the university does have the final say along with the athletic director and the head coach. And you both mentioned the speed at which you usually see developments with these kind of things, statements released, mentions at press conferences. With Latrell Palmer's case, no statement's been released. Is that taking longer than you would have expected? Not necessarily, because we're not in season. With Solomon, it, we were in season. You know, they had to act quickly and they had to evaluate quickly. But with Latrell, we are far from the kickoff in August and September. So I think they're able to take a little more time and figure this out. 
Same thing kind of happened with Riley Stapleton a couple years ago when he got suspended for a couple games because of what he did in the offseason that the Breeze reported on. So, you know, it it's all situational, but I really do think it's because we're out of season. They have more time to go through everything. JMU just started their off-season training this week, so it is still very early for them to be able to making quick decisions, but at the same time, we do expect an announcement of some sort to come to us eventually within prior to the court date. And the thing to keep in mind is that, as you guys have said, this is all situational. While there was a baseline three-week suspension policy at JMU, while the NCAA normally follows that and gives schools discretion to go above and beyond... Really, this is a situational matter with departmental policy, with legal parameters. That's a lot to work through. So obviously, there's not a lot known about this case publicly right now. We assume more will come out over the next couple days, couple weeks. The reason we'll be following this story, we have a blurb in print about it on today's paper this week, and the breeze will be at that court date, Madison, Savannah. The three of us will probably all be there to watch and see what happens. Thanks, guys, for talking about this. It's a hard topic to talk about, but it's very important for us to cover. So thank you for coming on and talking about it. Thank you for having us on again. Of course.